Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there will be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I also pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Bro Ola. Uh, good day, listeners. My name is Ola, and I'm opportune to come to you with the Word of God again today. The title of my message is Go Near and Join Yourself to This Chariot. If you've been around the church, you know we, we usually use this for, for evangelism. And it's right. It's okay. But the Holy Spirit will be illuminating us with useful insights from the encounter between Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. So our Bible, pass, our Bible passage today is Acts chapter 8, verses 29 to 40. That's a pretty long read. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to read all of it. So I'm just going to be touching on. So it says verse um, 26, yes, from verse 26. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian Enoch an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandake, which means the queen of the Ethiopians. This man has gone to Jerusalem to worship. And on his way, he was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to the chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This, this is the passage of the scripture the Enoch was reading. I'm just going to jump. And said, I'm going to jump. Then the Enoch said, tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of the scripture and told the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water. And the Enoch said, look, here is water. What stands in the way of me being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariots. Then both Philip and Enoch went down to the water, and Philip baptized him. And when they came out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. You know, the first thing we're going to see from here is um, insights in divine guidance. Verse 26 and verse 29 speaks to divine guidance. Did you notice that the Holy Spirit confirmed what the angel earlier told Philip? Bear that in mind any time for divine guidance. If it is God speaking to you, God doesn't contradict himself. All the channels with which he speaks to you should and must agree. He isn't the author of confusion, according to 1 Corinthians 14, 33. 
1 John 5, 7 to 8 in KJV says, and there are three that bear witnesses in hearts, the spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. Any voice, impression, vision, dream, angel, prophet, witnessing to you must first of all agree with the Bible, then agree with each other. I once heard the story of a, of a reverend brother believing God for a wife. He took the names of a number of young ladies to the mountain for fasting and praying. When it was done, he believed God was, lead, was leading him to Sister X. He gave the names to others, other seekers on the mountain who don't know any of the sisters. All of them prayed and individually they believe it is Sister X. The problem is that Sister X was already married. And remember, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Also, Exodus 20, verse 17, you shall not confess your neighbor's house. You shall not confess your neighbor's wife. So the Bible indeed answers man. Sister X name shouldn't have been in the mix from the beginning. God's spirit cannot contradict God's word. So that's the lesson in divine guidance. The second lesson we can see in this is Insight into the power of spiritual hunger brings divine encounter. I remember Pastor Joe saying something about this in a recent message. Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. I googled the distance between Ethiopia and Jerusalem. It's about 4,200 kilometers, 83 hours of driving nonstop. Can you imagine doing that in a chariot? This guy traveled all that distance to worship. Wow. Now, he was a very busy man. The Bible says he's a very important man. He's the head of all the treasury. Yet he dropped all he had to make the trip. You may say religious pilgrimage was a common occurrence in those days. Yes, I agree. See what he did after coming to worship. He was still studying the word of God. The way he engaged Philip, on the scripture, showed a man with a consistent spiritual hunger. No wonder God pulled Philip from the crowd, engaged an angel and the Holy Spirit to give him a one-on-one -on -one encounter with himself. My question to you today is, are you hungry for the things of God? We don't even hear sermons about spiritual hunger in our churches today. It is sad, and we wonder why we don't get encounters. Smidrugudu said, the secret of spiritual success is a hunger that persists. It's an awful condition to be satisfied with, the, with our spiritual attainment. God was and is always looking for hungry and thirsty people. Psalm, verses, Psalm, Psalm 42 verse 1 says, has the dear pants for the streams of water, so my soul pants for you. Do I have such panting in my heart? Do you have such panting in your heart for the things of God? It was said of Jesus, the seal of his house has consumed him. Spiritual hunger is what brings divine encounter. 
The third thing we can learn about this is insight about mask, or what I call the honest art of Christian dishonesty. Philip asked him, do you understand what you are reading? And the guy said, no, I don't. We don't get such candle in the church again, sadly. If Philip stood at the door of, of most of our churches today and asked the same question, it would probably get about 100%. Yes, I do. It was a great sermon. Yet most of us are like this man in our understanding. But I've perfected the heart of honest dishonesty. The church of Jesus Christ are now a people well cultivated in the art of the mask. We are dishonest to ourselves with one another and unfortunately towards God. And, but we've been able to put a layer of honesty on top so we are convinced that is the truth. No, it isn't. So, sorry about that. There are divorces in the church that shocked everybody to the board because the last time you saw the couple, they were also loved up. The mask. There have been people that we've had have stopped following Christ that the last time you saw them, they were blazing beacons of faith. The mask. Not talk of scores and scores of Christians who engage in what Paul, in what Paul called hidden work of darkness, sins. At times, when some of those things get revealed, sometimes it is the length of time that babbles you. Wow. For this long, all this while, you've been able to cover this up, the heart of the mask. My final insight in this is, insights about the eunuch in all of us. What is taken from you or you lost is not as big as what God wants to give to you. The Encyclopedia Britannica defines eunuch as a castrated woman male. Taken from this man was his ability to produce children. And you know what he said of children. They carry on your family name for posterity. This guy had none. And we are still talking about him today. Why? Divine encounter. Divine encounter. No matter what has been taken from you or you've lost, doesn't have to define you in the long run. An encounter with the divine can give you an, an unrivaled unparalleled legacy. Brothers and sisters, go after divine encounter. What you lost, what you can do, will no longer matter. God bless you. I will now hand over to Pastor Joe. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Friend, I trust that this message has touched your heart Therefore, respond to the words that you have heard. Respond now while the Spirit of God is brooding over your heart. For you heard his words, harden not your heart as he was on the day of rebellion. Respond to it. And I want to lead you in prayer. As you mean it in your heart, God will answer you. Dear Lord Jesus, I receive your message today. 
I confess my sin before you. I confess my lack of hunger, my lack of insight, and I ask you, Lord, to forgive. I ask you now, Lord, to come into my heart. Cleanse me with your precious blood. For I receive you into my heart. I am now a new creation. For if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. And I thank you, Lord, for it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You have been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you would like more information, please contact us at 587-377-7745 or info at spreadthewordnow.org. You can also find us online at spreadthewordnow.org. Thanks for listening. God bless.